Hello, and welcome to the Freaking Awesome, a podcast in which we discuss the things we watch, play, listen right throughout the week. I'm John Abaya, and joining me today is my uh, demonic Book of the Dead demon, well, I said demon, the demonic, um, Audrey Abaya. <laughs> Uh, yep, I'm a demon demonic. Yep, I, I don't even know what you call double them. Double D's, that's what double they call D's. me. Oh yeah, double that's what D's. They call me up around this house. <laughs> double, double D's. D's. Um, but yeah, we're we're stuck in a um, a building on the fifth floor, I believe. I think it was the thirteenth. Thirteen. Oh yeah, thirteenth floor. Yeah, lucky thirteen. Uh, that's why you're not escape. supposed to have thirteenth level in buildings. Nope, nope, nope. You shouldn't have thirteenth level. Uh, again, there's another uh, episode where uh, only Audrey and I, because Ben is watching the Kings game again. Uh, if you listened last week, yes, the Kings, as we speak, is in Game Seven. The whoever wins today, we don't know. I don't mm-hmm. know. We got a few uh, hours. I did say I do think. Oh, so let's fast forward. I really think the final score is one hundred twenty to one hundred. And congratulations to Golden State Warriors. Yeah, see, look at that. Good game. Good game. <laughs> good, good game. Good game. GG. Do you remember the episode of The Simpsons that they did that? Because they they had the episode during the Super Bowl. Like the Super Bowl aired, and then the Simpsons uh, had the episode afterwards, and they did no. the whole thing where, like, congratulations to the Patriots for winning the Super Bowl. <laughs> I did, I did actually really dislike it when like sports and things like that, or like award shows, would interfere with my regular shows that I used to watch oh, on oh, Sundays yeah, yeah, yeah. or certain days mm, on Fridays and Saturdays. Yeah, too, I didn't like, like that. Yeah. They're like, oh, it's next week, you know, blah blah blah. You know, I like, think there's like when Bob's Burger, there's a huge or. There's a time when Bob Burger, you know, comes out on Sunday, and it was like always gone. Every time we checked these, there was either something going on in Fox, like mm-hmm. a sports. It's mostly Sunday football or something like that. It's like do, interrupting the 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 the, the telecast really basically for us. Uh, but yeah, it's, a, it's going to be a short episode. We didn't really do that much this week. Uh, this week we'll be discussing about. Evil Dead Rises as a main discussion. No, it's Evil Dead Rise. Oh, re- Rise. Evil Dead Rise. I always want to say Rises because so many things have Rises. Rise up. Yeah, yeah. Rise up. We're trying to sing the song, but we can't. Yeah. And then uh, we're in our weekly roundup, we're just going to be discussing about um, uh, John Mulaney's special that's on Netflix, uh, Baby J. And that's it. Nothing else. We did do, we did play a game, Street Fighter 6, the demo recently uh we don't really we well, there will be a video about that so you can watch us play about literally street fighting in street fighter 6 mm-hmm, the art of uh... <laughs> uh, street fighting in street fighter 6 you can check that demo out i think it's out right now on any consoles and pcs and stuff like that uh but we also don't have a trailer talk uh i don't even think we watched anything new trailers right everything we if, oh, even, well, even when we watched evil dead Rising i guess that too. In insidious, how do you say insidious? In, insidious, but I don't know anything about that series. Like I've never watched that. I think the only one I've watched that's similar to that series is the one with Ethan Hawke. Mm-hmm. That is it, The Purge. <laughs> uh, what's the one where you? It's like it takes place in Sacramento. Is it I not think. Insidious? Is it that? I don't know. I thought that's uh, they, they, I like, but like you, like I do get them all mixed, like with the Conjuring this yeah, yeah. world because he's in it. Uh, Ethan Hawke. It's not Insidious. Because Insidious, uh, uh, I always thought Insidious has like a ghost boy, like in the thing. Uh, I don't think it. Um, oh, man. Ethan Hawke, scary movie. Sinister. It's, so sinister. sinister yeah, sinister. It's, it was an S. It's an SI. It's an SI. <laughs> uh, but yeah, we don't, we, we don't really have any uh, trailer talk this week. 
So uh, let's go move into the weekly roundup. Yeah! Uh, so yeah, like I said, we watched John Mulaney's special that's out right now on Netflix called Baby J. You can watch that now. It is hard to t- discuss this one without like ruining the special. So if you guys want are willing to watch it before listening to this go ahead and then we'll discuss it right now with uh with some spoilers in there it's weird to talk about spoilers in a comedy special only because of the topic they're talking about stuff like that uh so yeah uh audrey and i are uh you and i are both john mulaney fans mm-hmm. uh we watch a lot of stuff we were so close to watching him live yeah it, it was but probably somebody had to go get into walking pneumonia yeah. uh i think that if we watch that last year i think mm-hmm. it was like it, it was probably leading up to the special right like it's probably Possibly. the same jokes yeah it was probably this, yeah, so it was probably was, it's yeah. just him getting ready for it uh but yeah uh we watched it uh we we were going to watch him in sacramento we didn't get to but uh um yeah we, we're 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 fans of him we've watched a lot and listened to his other specials in the car and whatnot yeah him nick crow yeah. hello you know yeah um uh, that that band of group of people i guess mm-hmm. um but yeah and this one special is explores i guess so uh, i don't think it's a spoiler i think people know that he was in Rita, yes yes you know. but this the uh before knowing about that he went to rehab i always had this picture of john mulaney as like this good guy like this person who doesn't do wrong like in his his persona he presents that he cultivates yeah yeah he's like uh i know he like his last special he talks about him being a family and he has a kid and stuff like that Mm -hmm. uh when you think like oh he's just this really good person the way he um like without any trouble or yeah yeah because he presents himself always in a suit like you know comic stand-up comics don't do that as uh, as much anymore Mm -hmm. and um he does that like he still does that any of what we've seen like the persona he mm-hmm, thing mm-hmm. uh shows but especially he opens up a little bit about his troubles between during the pandemic and whatnot and how far he's actually gone <laughs> like when you hear it i i know we hear like well it's it's an addict story yes pretty yes much. and you, with com- in comedy specials or with comedians you don't really they don't really or at least ones that we've seen it's not them going through I mean, they a lot of them do have addiction, but it's yes. very like, haha, and then like, they, they joke they, about they it, yeah. something else to an, another type of story. That's not the main focus. Mm-hmm. It, maybe this is maybe one one of our first ones where it is like the main focus. Yep. Yeah. Well, but I can remember the ones that we. Are. Yeah, at least to recalling to memory. Who knows? Mm-hmm. You know. Uh, but yeah, uh, how, what do you think about the special? I liked it. It was fun. It was. It was. Uh, it is strange to see how much he's physically changed oh yeah you know because he always was i guess i always saw him as skinny but yeah i guess he was coke skinny apparently but he always like boyish look yeah. yeah but now it's like it's like the ravages of time have hit him as if like he was uh his his body reminded me of like an alcoholic body the the the, the skin look and stuff like that but because he's not he's only like four years older than us yes yes yeah Very, they're pretty but, young rel- we're relatively the same age you said younger older Old, oh yes 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 <laughs> for a moment that's like he's not four years younger no 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 <laughs> older than us mm-hmm. um but to kind of like uh uh you know bounce back from that and, and it's only been a few years since uh you know a, a big life change life changing event for him so he's actually one year older than us one year I think he's only four. 40 years old i thought he said it i swore something it was like 30 i don't know maybe no, was, he, something about mine maybe some number he said made me think he was 42 mm-hmm. um 
Okay, so he's only one year old than us. <laughs> um, and then to hear of the certain things. Did you know people uh, your age when you were young where your friends or like your friends' uh, siblings were like at a young age like drinking or doing drugs? No. Like even like my friends who are older or like their siblings, you mm-hmm. say. No, like all my friends are similar age, either a couple years younger or a couple they... years older. Mm-hmm. Um, they, if they did do drugs, it was the only thing is marijuana. Like that's the only thing. I never, I don't know anyone personally that was openly like doing harder stuff than that. Mm-hmm. Like uh, I've never, I don't make think think of talk uh, drinking. Yes, they all drunk but i never like well you, were you at your friend's house and they were drinking yes yes so at when, like 13 eight, no 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 so this maybe 17 is the, the oldest i've mm-hmm. seen them drink mm-hmm. never 13 i i never had i what i can tell they, they 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 don't drink in front of me if they were 13 year old they didn't ever drink in front of me mm-hmm. when we were playing or at a party and stuff like that it's always i, I know 17 was because law alcohol the parents are away a lot of people drink mm-hmm. <laughs> inside the house but it's never like they got drunk to the point where, like, you can tell they're drinking a lot. Mm-hmm. It's mostly, like, they drunk a beer and they all share the beer. Like, it's, like, one beer and then they have to make sure they drink all of it or the parents know. So, then what they do is they'll, you know, share that one beer or whatnot. Share a beer. Or what we had, we had um, uh, growing up, this is probably 18, 19 years old. When my parents were away, like, on a trip or somewhere. We have these little chocolate drinks. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Little bottles. Liqueur, and we, yeah, uh, personally, ones. I never drunk them. I didn't care. Like I'm not. I'm till now. I'm not like a drinker. Uh, but my friends were like, "Oh, could we have one?" And in my mind, I was like, "Yeah, sure." They they literally been there for months. No one touches. My parents don't touch it. So I let them like, "Yeah, go ahead." And they they'll. They're like, oh, this is really good and stuff like that. I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> like, never really think about it. Like, that's the closest I I've seen people like, oh, could we drink this? Because in our house, we don't have beer or anything too so you were a facilitator to somebody's addiction is it, is it no that's what i'm saying i don't know i personally don't know if someone drinks one beer at a party and you'll see them drink any is that addict no i'm saying oh, that oh. you gave kids beer yeah but i'm the kid too yeah so yes 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 yeah. but yeah i'm saying uh i i i uh uh it's not my fault but <laughs> 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 so you then do you give no beer? i think it's only one time um because i do remember like being at victoria's house and stuff and like the parents were outside and like we were inside so like we didn't drink they never they never one ever offered us i gotta sneeze alcohol or things if i knew uh i don't know it's hard for me to remember uh memory to begin with so yeah, i don't remember memories are hard to remember no i'm just no i'm serious like i can't remember like oh like can i re- in my memory go oh this person is drunk like oh, flat out uh, drunk or this person's high or something like that me uh, too like it, when my friends drunk or high, got high they will tell us but i don't i can't tell like i couldn't tell like we didn't do that we didn't go to drink i didn't go to victoria's house to go sneak their parents alcohol yeah, same here, or yeah. things like that i didn't um, go to victoria's house to do that too <laughs> i'm just saying that's my friend that's my little friend <laughs> um i think one time when we went to uh to my one friend's house, there was like alcohol there in like a big jug in a glass jug. Wait, what? Yeah, it's like the that wine, wine, label? wine. It's like wine in oh, a jug. Oh, okay. Though. So it's labeled. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought it was like and it someone was like, put it in the jug. Mm, like that, but no, we never did that. We were too into like 
boy bands and like singing and all oh, the other like diction that. yeah That's kind of it. that it wasn't like uh things like that mm-hmm. so so i was like into video games so mm-hmm. it's never crossed my mind yeah. about that stuff too staying uh, up late doing that stuff yep. versus staying up late um on the streets mm-hmm. doing drugs fighting okay. <laughs> street fighting yeah. there's a level one guy there let's fight him mm-hmm. uh more of that if you watch date night later this week um but yeah the uh, john Mulaney basically tells that story where he gets addicted to not addicted he's tr- he 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 says in the special that he started drinking when he was six or five or something but that's like you know mm-hmm. he's someone's like oh you, you they have a year the father had a was it a european approach yeah to raising the child with drinking only <laughs> but everything else is american midwest approach so it's mm-hmm. like oh that's odd way to think about it but they, yeah then after that he gets tried drugs and stuff like that and so on so when he was like 13 and yeah, I think uh, it was like that. weed, and then later, I don't know. I don't yeah. know if he says in there specifically when he started doing hard drugs uh, yeah, yeah. or prescription. But drugs. in this special, he talks about doing like opiates and uh, cocaine. Like mm-hmm. those, like the three. The other ones are all over the prescription drugs that he gets, mm-hmm. pain relievers. Is opiates that? I always get confused what opiates are. Opiates are like well, I know like Norco and so like the pain relievers. Is that? Okay, so that's what he is. Sort of yeah, yeah. But he had like Adderall and things like that. So those are stimulants. Like so, like that's. The thing they wanted to give me for to try out for my ADHD, but it's supposed to be a stimulant. Like, and I don't understand that because it's like I'm already like hyper or like aware, and like to give me something else that's supposed to also make it something somehow making you more hyper is supposed to make you focus. I'm not super sure, but when people who don't need it or if when, whenever you take Adderall or those things, it's 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 a stimulant. So it's like do 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 like really up high. Let's go do this. Let's do that. Uh. You jump around. You um, you're active. You're not uh it's it's a it's a it's a up or not a downer like the opiates is a downer but where, when, where you'd be like oh uh, and like knock out or something like but that. when it when it's when it's gone then you want to have that high again right so it's uh, yeah it's, it's a short-lived drug. thing um but the problem is is that they're all addictive so then your body gets used to it uh, yeah and you want it and then you get um like like dope sick where you get a uh when you're detoxing or when you stop having that stimulant or that the downer, then your body physically wants it so much that you physically get sick. Mm. So I think so. Um, you know, you. What if this happens with people who drink coffee? Yeah, it is. Okay, it's a stimulant. Yeah, I, I if I if I if I like, and I'm the point again where I'm like really in. I'm using caffeine a lot, so when I don't have it, I immediately get tired, or I can get headaches, or oh. you know, you you crave it, you want it, you're like, oh, let yep. me get it, let me get it. Um. Uh. Uh, how do you say irritation you get irritable and things like that with the the other prescription drugs that i'm on if i when i'm right now i'm testing them out and stuff trying to figure it out and if i certain ones depending on how long i'm on it i have to taper off i can't just stop taking it mm. because your body's used to it and then i'll get um there's certain ones we get like those electric shocks sort of thing like that so it's uh so when you're addict you don't want that so you just keep taking it and but the problem is you get a tolerance so then you get more 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 that makes sense yeah that's why he had like a baggie full of like yeah, Adderall yeah. and things but yeah uh it's just his experience when they when he had that and then he had an intervention intervention mm-hmm. uh around during the pandemic in 2020 and then uh he talks about like all the different alt comedians that helped him and whatnot and then after that he talks about him in rehab then he talks about uh what after rehab oh oh 
when he was on a GQ magazine interview. Oh yeah, how uh, when he was on, he does not remember giving. Yes, the yeah, it's address. a very funny thing. You can actually read the interview. I checked it out online if you mm-hmm. want to read that. It loop. is not. It's not coherent. Like it does read like someone who was high and doesn't know what they're talking about. Apparently, he's like he was walking while this is what's happening, like in the yeah. street. <laughs> like somebody called him. He's like, "We we'll have a conversation." Yeah, then he was on the street walking uh, to do the interview, and then because you hear in jo- John Malay's voice, it ap- it makes the comedy more much better. But he's reliving the mm-hmm. the, the, the the scene basically. Um, but yeah, it's it's it's, it's a fun special funny um it's not it's not like his other ones it's not him just observing stuff it's literally about his life and he is observing his life but it's not like his other special is like he's observing you know things on tv tropes and stuff like that uh like you know mm-hmm. what my favorite ones about the guy who's moving the box during a oh, like crime a scene law and order yeah, thing, yeah like yeah. that but like those jokes are not in here it's mostly about from it's a very specific time in his life, and yes. this special is very specific to that time. And he made it funny. Like, mm-hmm. he just made it funny in his point of view. Um, you have anything else to add to it? No. I, th- it? I think it's a, fu- a fun one. <coughs> if you like John Mulaney, I think if you, and if you have any, not inkling, or you can empathize in any way with having any kind of addiction, you don't have to be a full-blown addict or have to be, had had to have gone to rehab in order to appreciate or to kind of see yourself in a little bit of these, mm-hmm. you know, the thing, and see and see see the see the the humanity, and also but and, and empathize with, but also see the funny in yep, yeah. the, in life, you know. It's weird because I remember when he did go to rehab, that was like a breaking news. Mm-hmm. It actually, this one kind of like I don't know what you call it, like the obsession about celebrities. I mm-hmm. so I'm a person a person who don't really care about that stuff. Like I do see it, and then like I'll. Think about it and not think about. You may or may not click on the headline. Yeah, yeah. I was like, oh, "Oh." this happened. Oh, Mm -hmm. this happened. Even when someone dies as a celebrity, is oh, it's sad. Like, but at the same time, nothing revolves around that in my life. Like, Mm -hmm. I need to care about that. Mm -hmm. Like the last thing that I I remember thinking about that kind of made me cry is when Chester from Lincoln Park. Yeah, because that was a big connection for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then when I heard like the tribute and stuff like that, yes, that's like the thing. But uh i guess but like these type type of stuff too when that celebrity goes to rehab or Mm -hmm. they get divorced or whatever the separation and cheating all this stuff like i really don't care (laughs) stuff like it doesn't yeah it just it like gloss not gloss what you call it like uh water washes over washes over me basically yeah the biggest one for me though or the celebrity that affected me the most was when robin williams died Mm -hmm. and even like when we when I see things about him or like when it's his the anniversary and things like that, like that always uh that that that'll always get me. Yep, yeah. Like Same here with Chester. Uh yeah, that's it for weekly roundup. We can close the close gates. Close the gates. <laughs> Lock the gates. Lock the uh, gates yeah. Until next week. Uh r- rattle up the horses and make wrangle. sure you wrangle. You don't rattle. you don't rattle you should Let's never rattle, rattle a horse. Horses. You should never should rattle wrangle, a horse. Wrangle the horses up to the stable. Mm-hmm. The roundup is over. Uh, moving to our main discussion. This week's main, main discussion. Ah, this week's main discussion is Evil Dead Rise. All you can do is run. I'm getting this out of you. It'd be a good mom someday, honey. Oh yeah. Yeah, you know how to lie to kids. 
that's a clip from the trailer from Evil Dead Rise. I, 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 you prepared a few statements, right? Yes, I, I wrote it down. Sorry. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the, the, the film stars Anna Marie Thomas, Lily Sullivan, uh, uh, oh God, Gabriel Eccles, Morgan Davis, and Neil Fisher. So that's basically the basic unit family that I named. Mm-hmm. Um, real quick. Give me your thoughts without spoilers. Just your one minute thoughts about the film. What do you uh, think about I really the film? enjoyed it. I think it's a good. We took our son to this. He hasn't watched any of the Evil Dead franchise, and I think that this movie is a good. It's good for anybody who has jumping no idea. Point. Yeah, jumping on point. You don't. If you never heard of it, or even if you like it, I think it's a good. Um. It, it's a good standalone mm. film for the Evil Dead. Uh. I think if you're going if you're going into it looking for an exact remake or what people would believe is an extremely faithful telling, I don't think I, I think that you may or may not like it, but I think it's good on its own. Um, I liked the the family dynamic or no. Yeah. Well, first, I like that it just jumps right in. Hmm. We're going in and it's scary and we're going we're killing and we're hor- we're horroring, hor- hor- horroring ourselves out. Um <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't need you know, like a big uh, a saddy, sad, sad sap story sort of thing. Um, we just we're getting to the point. This is it. We're 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 in the thick of it. I enjoy those. I enjoy. I appreciate that in a film. Um, and with the family dynamic or having children in a horror film, sometimes that can bring not not bring you down and make as in making me sad, but bring down just the film in general. I think it's they use the children in a in a good way yep. uh, or in a, a way that facilitates the film or the, the horror element that we're going for. I think what's the main lady's, the mom's name? Like the, the actor who plays her. Yeah. Uh, her name is Anna Marie Thomas. Anna, Anna Marie Thomas's performance I thought was very good. I, I liked all the practical effects and I think the way that she portrayed it. I, I think this is actually I think everybody with your, you know, those uh, last minute Mother's Day gifts. I think this is a great oh, Mother's yes, Day yeah, movie. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's good. I was like, oh, I relate to this. You know, <laughs> I love you so much. You know, I just want to just want to eat you up, mm-hmm. you know, kind of thing. Literally. Yeah. <laughs> Go up to mommy. Mm-hmm. Um, I like uh, those elements of it. I think it, I think it was good. And I, I'm hoping that it's um, this is it. We don't have to have six sequels mm-hmm. of it yep, yeah, yeah. you know or if we do have more evil dead rise evil deadness it's just uh another the, story. The, the story of the possession yeah another another story doesn't have we, we don't have to go and find like in if there was a seven a, a second film not a seventh film yeah <laughs> um the people who or in the first one they don't have to come back and somehow link it yep, it could yeah. be just you know mm-hmm. the book i guess the book would be the how do you say the focal point. Yep, yeah, Evil okay. Dead book. The Book of the Dead will yeah. be the focal point. Uh, I forgot to pl- read the plot synopsis of this film. It's a twisted tale of two estranged sisters whose ru- ru- reunion, estranged sisters whose reunion is cut short by a rise of flesh possession possessing demons. Uh, that's the plot for this one, the 2013 or 2023 film. Mm-hmm. Uh, my quick thoughts about the film is it's really great. I really like it. It's from if you watch the 2013 film, you'll really like this one. It has the same atmosphere as the 2013 uh, film with Jane Levi, and yeah. then uh, but that 
I say the 2013 is more of like a soft remake of the original one. And this one takes the idea of Evil Dead and then brings it to like an urban uh, city landscape mm-hmm. and then use those elements as like a another way to tell the story. Yeah, um, I liked. I kind of liked how it also had a little bit of an homage. It felt very, uh, how do you say, um, God, the building and the aesthetic of yes, it reminded yeah. me of... Um, Shining. Yes, exactly. Yes, the Shining. Yes, 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 yes. yes, I love. I like that. Mm-hmm. I like the. I like. I. I like demonic possession mm-hmm. or or sort of thing. Especially if it's done right with not, with like new elements thrown yes, in and not yeah. the same thing that you always see. I agree. Anna Marie Thomas' uh, performance uh, is really great in here. She does like a lot of body uh, movements that makes it real creepy. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know how they did the voice changing. I mean. It's probably they just did, you know, probably in post. Yeah, in post. But she has a great uh, part of her voice is just throwing it out there in the creepy way. Mm -hmm. Uh, One of our favorite uh, improv performers on Comedy Bam Bang, Lily Sullivan, Mm -hmm. is in here. Uh, It was a surprise. I I like I I knew she's in here because I remember listening to a a podcast episode. I totally forgot. Yeah, and she mentions like everyone watch as a character like watch Evil Dead Rise like that. She's an Australian uh, improver, a comedian, but she's been a lot of lately in a lot of like horror stuff. Uh, uh, I so think I think comedians make the best horror actors. I yep. think I think yeah. I think because like when you uh, how do you say it? not like a saying, but there's like a thing of like it's in the the two things that are indistinguishable from each other are like drama hy- hysterical crying and yeah. hysterical laughing yeah 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 they're very much the same side of the coin or two sides of the mm-hmm. coin so i think if you because to be a, co- a comedian or to have comedy it's it's a big shield for to hide a lot of pain mm-hmm. and in horror that pain that you have and feel you can't hide it it's all out there yep, it's very yeah. raw so i think those are when you have those two uh elements of your life i think you make a really good comedian and mm-hmm. you make a really good horror actor too and uh, I think all the performances from the kids, from Gabriel Echoes, Morgan Davis, and Neil Fisher are great too. They mm-hmm. they did the they played the the kids of Anna Marie Thomas character Jessica. Yeah, they they're really it's just a good movie to watch. And then uh, there is a lot of homage to the elements of the original one that you see. Yeah, and then yeah. They they played good uh, part about or they. They did good with it. Like they, they use it and they don't overdo it and whatnot. It's there, but if you know about it, you like, oh, it's there, like that, mm-hmm. um, and stuff like that. And then they're like I said, like they play with elements from the original one and they just turn it into like a city approach to it. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think we both enjoyed it a lot. I think Lennox enjoyed it. Uh, I want mm-hmm. him to watch the 2013. This, especially the third act of this film, reminds me a lot of the 2013. Yes. The way it ended and whatnot. And then also, uh, like you said, like uh, if this is just a one-off, I'm fine with it. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm actually going too far. as like if there's only one Evil Dead every 10 years, I'm, with, I'm cool with it. Because That'd last be one nice. was, I think, was yeah. 2013. This one's 2003. Like just take those movies and just spread them out. And you don't have to like build on a universe. Like those movies... I think will always succeed because people like that element and mm-hmm. of like the Book of the Dead. And you don't need Bruce Campbell in any of them. Like he's not in any of the last two. Yeah. Even though he like Sam Raimi and Bruce Campbell have the blessing or gave blessing to whoever makes well, there, it. Well, there are EPs on it as yep, well. Yeah. So. But they, they, I think they both just want a good story that are telling this, the, the Book of the Dead basically. 
uh, of the uh, yeah, it's something story. that we not well. Uh, what's his name didn't really create it, Ash. Or, yeah, yeah. But you know, we've create this uh, franchise or entity, you mm-hmm. know, and to see it to see it live on into good hands, you know, to be better. Yep, I think yep, yeah. I think it's something they they want more than. I have to be in. I have to be in it and starring in it. Mm-hmm. That sort of like thing. it's not even that's Bruce Campbell's in it, and mm-hmm. so and it's one of these franchises like that can succeed in that. Like it doesn't need these key actors in there to yeah. make it that thing. And you, even in your mind, you can put those in in your mind canon. Like the book is out there still, and mm-hmm. this is, just goes to a different character, like different characters and different time. Um, yeah, let's go to Spidey spoilers. Right there, those are all the Spidey. <laughs> um, what's your favorite scene in here? Ooh, um, I think I liked, I, I I liked the slow decomposition of her. I liked uh to see that. I the thing I liked is when they were referring back to the book, and you can kind of see. Oh, I didn't realize at first. Like, oh, these are going to be the different levels of possession oh, that yes, she'll yes, be. I like that. Yeah, and then when. It, to the when she morphs into the final boss when like the when her kids start digging into her and becoming part of her i like that idea that that is a scary element of like oh we have to be together like because that that like also like that happens in the fly where he wants to mold all of their body their bodies together in the machine you know him her and the baby you know we'd be the ultimate family we're all together okay i know? never watched the fly so I, I didn't know that oh well it doesn't happen not like this it doesn't happen like this oh, that, okay. it, that's a concept that he wants mm. to happen um uh and in here it's not just concept it's an actual uh a thing that happens which i thought was cool because you always hear things of that but you never get to really see it as like a a unit sort of Mm -hmm. thing and then you know they wanted um the little one you know to be the final sort of thing the head yeah well no she the mom was the head um uh i liked that body horrorness of i like that idea of like you know we're going to be one big happy family sort of thing and that's a big scary thing when it's you know you want to be together as a family but you also want to let them uh grow and be their own individual mm-hmm. entities and they were all like the sister was into protest the brother was into music the mm-hmm. sister was into horrific stuff yeah they're but, a very a very alt weird family yes to like with, sort uh, of thing. we call that free-spirited family yeah, 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 yeah. because uh Seems like the mother was into tattoos and creating art and stuff like that. And it mm-hmm. lends to her creature when she becomes that entity. Like, yeah. she loves like combining elements of the kids into one thing, yeah. like you're saying. What do you think you're talking about? Like, there's a lot of like women rep- reproduction. Or not oh yeah, the the because I think the Evil Dead series in general, and maybe in a lot of possession, is that like the woman is evil. Uh, uh, that is true. The female, like every the female carnation form, is that the female form is tempting and evil. So you know the wombness, the you know the blood, the in the you know you're filling up like how you were kind of saying like you know in the elevator it fills up blood and then um, like it gives gives birth or you know you're menstruating oh, those two, yeah. and like even the um, the doors look like vulva. You know, yep, so it's like that's open the, up. you know that sort of thing. Um, I think in general. Uh, in the or in a misogynistic society which i think is the whole world i don't think there, i don't think there's <laughs> one where it's like oh truly equal or uh hyper feminism one but um because men fear women they put them down so what's gonna be what's gonna be 
a horror thing or a scary thing. It's going to be a woman with power. She has a lot of power. She can, uh, she can harm you. You can try to harm her back, but she won't die. Mm -hmm. All these things, no matter what they do, um, they can't, uh, stop her. So, you know, sort of thing, just like you can't stop life, you know, you can, you know, when you menstruate, you're not giving life, you know, you're essentially killing life because the egg and everything is leaving, but it's still, you know, the, the, the entity still, you know, lives on and can keep going sort of thing like Mm -hmm. that. Yeah. This movie has this odd, not odd, but it's a duality, I guess is the word Mm -hmm. where the sister knows in the very beginning the sister knows that she's pregnant and she has a kid and i think throughout the film she's like going back and forth like should i keep this kid should i not have it and stuff like that and in the ending it seems like after saving the her what what do you call that her niece Mm -hmm. basically from all this she wants to keep the kid yeah she wants to be a mom she wants to be a mom because she Sees that the sister, even before that, loves the kids. And then she still loves the kids, even after she becomes a demonic, you know, mm-hmm. entity herself and killing two of the, the kids already. But she sees the power of, I guess, motherhood that she never saw before. Mm-hmm. And I guess, too, like, you're in this... It's th- a strength. The mother, the mother's uh, driving force to protect her children yep. at all costs, even when it's... Uh, detrimental to her yep, sort of thing. Yeah, yeah. and she was also the sister was also finding that strength and drive because in the beginning she was scared she even said like i'm scared i can't i can't even face your kids yep. uh, but at the end she found her strength as as a woman and as a mother as the, with the protectiveness sort of thing for her own um unborn child and for the child for mm-hmm. her niece a young child you know sort of thing yep yeah so it's, it's it's it has like a little bit a metaphor not metaphor message in there but it's not the main focus yeah i I think it's you could be both you could be uh you know uh as if as a it it can be saying that you can fear a woman but you can also fear her for wanting to destroy you but you can also fear her because she will destroy like you know yeah to protect the kids yeah yeah. she'll do anything to protect and Mm -hmm. you'll do anything to destroy yep um i think it's hard to say like what my favorite scene is um there's a lot of like gore elements here. Like they use a cheese grater that I've never seen them use before. Oh, that, that reminded me of the because this kind of also reminds me of like Japanese horror, the yep, body horror yeah, yeah, yeah. thing, and then that is very that one. What is that one? The Suicide Club. Oh yes, that one yeah, film yeah, yeah. where they did that. They they not the cheese grater, but they did that thing where you shave wood. Yep, and yeah, they shaved yeah, they all shaved their the skins, skins and they made a big rolly skin. Mm-hmm. That's yeah, what yeah. That reminds and they me put of. like a not tattoo, but like uh, a print onto their skin mm-hmm. of a butterfly, I think, or whatnot. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, there's elements in here very uh, from the original Evil Dead where I, I I have to say when they do have like the shotgun and chainsaw all together, that is like my favorite part. Only because that tickled your little yes, yeah, it's, it's that nostalgia, but also it's like it's a new element. But like I said, it reminds me of the 2013 when Jean, Jean, Jane Levi does the exact same thing with the chainsaw, mm-hmm. which this character that Lily Sullivan, oh, I forgot her name, I want to say it's Beth, but um, when she does it too. To the family when they're inside the the wood grainer or you call that the wood chipper. Wood chipper. It's like the same element because it's the blood soak everywhere, uh, raining down on them and stuff like that. Uh, but it, it was like a fun scene. Like, oh, this this is perfect. This is what I want from Evil Dead. Uh, because Bruce Campbell, he you know original Ash, <coughs> Ashley Williams does the same thing with the chainsaw and boomstick. Mm-hmm. So it's it's nice to have those elements like. 
it's the Book of the Dead. You need the boomstick, the chainsaw. Like those are the three elements. If you have that, it's Evil Dead. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Basically, you, you, because there's no real like moral thing in the original series that I can think of. Like about like the hero has to be this like that. She does say. What was the line that Bruce Campbell says? Uh, oh, come get some. Some come get yeah, come get some. So I was like, oh, this is kind of cool that she gets to say that. I wonder now, like if you watch Jane Levi, she says that too. <laughs> oh, like in retrospect. Yeah, in retrospect. Yeah, if she says it too in her in her version of uh, Evil Dead. Uh, yeah. Uh, I can't. Th- oh, I do like one of my favorite parts too is uh, so the original Evil Dead, the the campers Bruce Campbell and their friends find a tape of the the ritual and then mm-hmm. in this one they find a record and it's like very reminiscent of the original evil dead that the book is out you playing the the, the yeah, recording so that would be an element too that you would need for it to be like yep, an yeah evil dead. you have to and this one plays the it. church more up than anything else another one it, it, it was like researchers who found the book in the jungle or something like that oh. and they brought it back to wherever they're at and then they were reading he's like someone's recording their daily journal basically like entry mm-hmm. and they read the book basically they were vlogging or yes, podcasting like, or whatever uh they could have went that way in there if they wanted to but they just kept it into the records like a vinyl record that would be about. a fun way of like how it like they wanted to spread across the world it's like somebody's recording it and it's a podcast and then it plays oh, and it's it's like, plays, you yeah. know, it goes through youtube or uh, it plays on you know those big screens in Times Square or something like that, mm-hmm. and then it's like ah, and all the all all the deads come out. I don't know. And then they, they I forgot what the guy says on the vinyl record. He puts the word "Evil Dead" together somehow. That's yeah, I don't remember. He that. says like so like in the in the vinyl record he chops up his friends right, mm-hmm. and he's like I thought the evil dead <laughs> like that's something like that where uh, he the, uses, the evil was dead. Or yeah, something. it was dead. Yeah. No, but he he puts the word "evil dead" together, mm-hmm. like the evil's dead. I thought the evil's dead, like that, something mm-hmm. like that. And uh, I was like, oh, that's a good way to say those two words. Because you don't really think about those words in the yeah. film. Like no one says that. I, I do like when the the priest and the thing. I the, the I guess it's I don't know how to to say the word, but I guess it's like the nihilism of it, where it's like you can't destroy this. I like that one in horror films where it's like. No, it's not. There's no way to beat it. Like and like when the character realizes that, like that, that they're gonna lose, sort of thing. Where it's like you can't defeat this. You have to run, mm-hmm, yep. sort of thing. And yes, they she beat it in a way where she destroyed the bodies to an extent, or she she destroyed the the vessel that the evil was in. But then that evil still comes back. You know, it'll it'll continue. Yep, yeah. sort of thing. And then uh, also. I, I feel like you have in order to win you have to sacrifice everything that you love or everything that is there and so like when she killed everybody that was possessed because the whole because you even you even have that thing where it's like if it's a zombie if, if you turn to a zombie audrey I, I i would still keep you alive until we find a cure and i'm like i'll no. keep you here yeah even though you're dead yeah and i'm like no that's not you can't do that that's you're, i can feed you no you, you bad guys i can find like no. bad people and then feed you them. No, no no but like that's kind of the thing that you know you that they were kind of doing they're trying to not keep him alive we're still hoping you know for it. but it's like when you realize no the body keeps coming back and then when you accept that that body is not them no more even though it looks like them then if you destroy that whole thing then you can you can then relieve yourself of it and then mm. you can probably be free but then you know if you run away then the spirit or the entity can't possess you as well so then you're kind of um 
giving it the same thing with the ring where you have to pass the curse yep, on yeah. the same thing you they essentially pass the curse on they, they didn't stop and think what do we do with the spirit i mean because they didn't know that but you know it's still she kind of knows because she was like we have to dispend the dismantle the body in dismember, the vinyl yeah. dismember and no she did, no, did no in that. the vinyl it said that you have to dismember they said i was wrong it still didn't work yeah that's why she she heard that part yeah but she she tried to do it but she's like I'm just going to leave. <laughs> yeah. Because she knows like that thing probably will come back. And I guess, I'd rather yeah, I guess, leave yeah, yeah. with her versus me staying. Mm-hmm. And but we forgot to mention too, like the movie starts off in the cabin in the woods mm-hmm. and you think it will be that. Like, if you if, if someone w- went in this film not knowing about that trailer at all, it's like, oh, there's another Evil Dead movie in the cabin in the woods and they get tricked basically. Mm-hmm. And then uh, I love the shot where the person's rising from the lake and mm-hmm. it's an Evil Dead rise. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I made I saw a making of that. They did that shot like that's not CGI. It's literally her uh, rising. They put like a string on her yeah, from yeah. the lake. I was like, oh, that's cool. Like it's a practice. You know, some horror films will use CGI to just make the person float. Yeah, but they practically made her. Uh, what do you call it? Yeah, float. whenever in horror films, whenever you can use ninety nine percent practical as much as you can. Yep. Yeah. There's some certain things you can't. Uh, that. Uh, the visceralness of it is what is you know delicious mm. and then i was afraid when they did do the com- combined bodies demon monster that, that it, it would yeah. look too cgi or yeah like CGI. i was mentioning like it will be like the evil uh the thing uh remake yeah, yeah remake they did or not even it's not technically a remake or it's actually pre- part two yeah prequel yeah prequel uh with mary elizabeth winston but i thought it would be like that because in that one too they shot it practical and then the uh the studio didn't like it, so they changed it. Yeah, it was stupid. But it was like it, when you see the actual like practical of it, it looks like the '80s one. So it's like, of course, we know it won't be look like 100% real. The '80s one didn't look 100% real. I rather have that look though, that mm-hmm. look of it. Uh, I think yeah. because they use their advantage of the shadows and stuff, mm-hmm. and yep. that, and that's also a very horror thing where you, mm-hmm. if you can't see it, what is it, and then you know something like that. Um, yep. Um, yeah, I can't think of any like other Easter eggs besides like shotgun. There probably is a, like dozens of them in here that uh, in that we didn't catch, but uh, I have to watch a YouTube video. Basically, what was that YouTube <laughs> person that does oh, that? I like the CZ World. I think something like that. There's two. There's that person, the one that's like Hollywood video looking thing. Uh, it looks like a blockbuster or Hollywood uh, video. Yeah, I think yeah. It, oh, that's the CZ World, and there's somebody else that I like too. I can't remember. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, that's Evil Dead Rise. You can check that out right now in movie theaters. I know we're late. I be, I think every main discussion we've been doing is like one week late. So, but it was nice because you said this was the second week or so. Yes, and there was a full crowd yeah, in there. So, that so was nice. like, it's nice to see. Like, uh, I don't even know what came out this week. That's wouldn't be, would make me go to the theater right now. Uh, I know this movie's like still like John Wick. We haven't watched and whatnot. That mm-hmm. we we want to go, but it seems like we have just have to wait until. Oh, there's one. G- Come out in Jesus' name. We should have watched that. Oh, man. It fo- the following following a star- startling chain of events, the most controversial pastor in America, Greg Locke, <laughs> took a 180-degree turn from his mainstream li- religion tradition and led his church to the brink of revival. This is a long synopsis of this film. Is it a scary or is it a uh, thriller or is it a religious? Uh, let me see. What is this? It sounds like it might be scary. And I was like, oh, that might be fun. Genre faith. Oh, it's a film. Uh, Come out in Jesus uh, thing. Uh, yeah, that, it's not. 
I don't remember. movies. Is that like only certain theaters? Huh? Is that like a limited release? I, I don't know. Coming soon. That's I'm, good. Yeah, I'm, I'm looking like what came out this week. I can't find. PS2? This looks like this too? looks like a religious film too. Uh, Sisu, polite society. <laughs> oh, like, that looked fun. Polite society. Mm-hmm. What, which one was this? Oh, the Indian, yes, like, yeah, 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 kind of like kung fu mm-hmm. girl. Yep, yeah. Um, but yeah, yeah, uh, that was Evil Did Rise. Thank you for having another with that franchise, another horror film that franchise. Mm-hmm. Um. Uh, before we go, uh, you can check us out on thefreakingawesome.com on our Patreon. Be- become a patron. Pay us. <laughs> you get the uh, episodes early. And you get bonus episodes like Kill Them All, Real- The Real Impact, and Friday Night Frighteners that we haven't recorded yet. And we still have to record that episode too. I forgot what movie we said last, but uh, we should like record that more than anything <laughs> because mm-hmm. that one's like just watch this movie old movie and that's it yeah. or <laughs> is that nothing too much to prepare uh or you watch date night videos uh, you get early date night videos or sometimes uncut date night vi- videos where you get to see me uncut <laughs> uh, uh but yeah you can watch those too uh check it out check us out on twitter and facebook at the tfa now on Instagram at the freaking awesome, I think on TikTok too. Do or we have an Instagram? It's Instagram and TikTok. I think they're mm-hmm. called the freaking awesome or freaking awesome. I don't know. Too bad Ben was here. Maybe he might. He yeah, might he's he's in. actually in charge of those two things. Yep. Mostly. Um. Or yeah, and then uh, that's it. But I feel like I'm missing something. Maybe that. Seer. Huh. Oh yeah. Thank you, Seer. Say ciao for producing the episode, and thank you. Whoever is a Patreon for uh, being uh, subscribing to our Patreon. Uh, Yeah, I think that's it. That's it, everyone. I'm John Abaya. I'm Audrey Abaya. And that was the freaking awesome.